at 5.22, she had two hands around it. And at 7.05, I mean, her lips are on the base of his cock. Yeah, that is impressive. And and also, and not just that. So, I mean, she really deserves some credit here because, right. So you're talking less than two seconds. And look at her eyes. Like, they're not teared up. No. She's just looking at him. She's got the correct porn eye pose. And yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a pretty impressive Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a show that takes an often overly close and uninformed look at myriad matters pertaining to sex and relationships. My co-host is the incomparable and incorrigible, incorrigible Mike. Uh, hello, Mike. Hey. Um, so we're going to start talking about sex shortly here. But first, please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you use, or better still, tell a friend about us. Surely they'll appreciate the shining beacon of hope that this podcast brings to their life and will forever be in debt to you. You can also give us feedback at ymmdpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at ymmdpod. For those new to the show, we pay a whopping $15 to anyone who provides us feedback. So if you like easy money, write to us. Okay, Mike, do you have some porn for me to watch? Yeah, so we've got a couple that are in a theme here. Um, and uh, there, it's a position that I suspect... Well, I'm interested in whether you have uh, you enjoy watching this position. I'm almost certain that you don't do this position just because I, I've never done it either, and I think it's an unusual position. Um, so that with that warm up, I think we should just do it. And as usual, I will narrate, and uh, we will post the links to these in the show notes so people can follow along if they'd like. Okay. All right. I'm going to click in three, two, one now. Okay, so this is a woman on top of a man, and it looks she's in a position where it looks like she's the man. She's sort of he's got his legs pulled way back like a woman might, and she is actually, well, he's penetrating her, but she's sort of thrusting into him. And it's about thirty seconds long, but she's continually thrusting. You can see her breasts swaying nicely, and his body sort of moving the way you would expect a woman's body to move. Yeah. Um, okay, that's the end of it. Okay. Do you want me to try to describe this position or should we watch the next? Why don't we watch the next first? one and then we'll, we'll get back into it. The specifics. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. I'm clicking uh, go on the next one in three, two, one, go. So the last one was from behind the woman. This is from the side and it's basically the same thing. It happened quickly and then she pulled out and she deep throated him and now he's nutting in her throat, which looks... I mean, I'm wow. not sure she's comfortable, but from his perspective, it's probably feeling pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, she slowly shit. withdraws it. Pretty long cock, right? <laughs> yes. And she's stroking the last little bit out and then it uh, loops. Yeah. So those are, those yeah. are the I two. I mean, she misses the first spurt. Um, but yeah, she's a champ for the rest. Okay. Yeah. Well. And the right. first spurt was quite prodigious as well. It was. Uh, on, it was. Onto, it was. His, uh, onto his manly white, <laughs> white t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me try to. Okay. So he is on a couch. Uh, he is laying down on it, um, but he's facing the, the sort of short way of the couch. So his, his legs would be off the end of the couch if he were not holding them up with his arms like a, like a woman often does in sex. And then she's on top of him, but instead of her legs being over his legs, like they usually are when a woman is on top. They are behind his legs, sort of standing up. What is this? Does this position have a name? It does. It does. Uh, so, so suffice it to say that you have you've never done this position. I take it. 
No, right? I, I have not. No. And have you never seen this position in a porn? <laughs> you know, look, I don't want to say never, but it, I have never sort of consciously noticed it. Like this, this feels remarkable here. All right. Yeah. I mean, you could, uh, you could try to simulate this in your own life. This is called the Amazon position. <laughs> okay. Right? Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I ran across it when looking for some, some good content for today's show. Yeah. Well, I, I, let me be clear about this. I, I, I re-ran across it. I've been long been familiar with this position. Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I have a lot of, uh, detailed knowledge of these things. Um, but it's an uncommon position. I'm guessing that it's, uh, not, it requires a certain degree of flexibility from the man. Uh, and it's a little odd because it's, because yeah, I mean, it's not usual for the man to have his legs up, like kind of on his shoulders in that way. Um, yeah. it's kind of an unusual feel for the guy. And then like his, his cock is sort of like angled down, right. Which I could imagine being uncomfortable. I too have never, phys- you know, actually done this position in real life. So. Yeah. I would expect this would not feel as great for the woman because the angle of his penis is pushing toward her but more than toward her abdomen. Yeah, I mean, it would depend, right? I mean, in that angle, hang on a second, though, in that angle, that means the top of it is sort of rubbing against the top of her, you know, the entrance to her vagina, which could be useful, right? Oh, you mean the, yes. Yeah, that's true. And I also mean, she's able to control. Hard. She is able to control, but I think it's hard for her to get clitoral stimulation by grinding. She can't get like low enough to sort of grind her clit on his pubic bone, for example, here. Sure. Although, I mean, you know, uh, referring back to our previous episodes and debates on this topic, I mean, women make all sorts of claims about different areas being sensitive. And so like, look, it's, it's, you know, it's stimulating the the top of the entrance and that could, there could be women that get a lot out of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I can imagine this being compelling for both parties involved. I don't think, boy, the way he has his legs up like this, it does require some flexibility. I'm not sure. I'm not going to try to do this right now. I am not sure that I have enough hip flexibility to. Our listeners may not know this, but I run a lot. And so my, my hips are a little tight. I'm not sure I can actually do this. But I'm going to add this to to the uh, to-do list. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that as a man, if you try to do this solo... The problem is that by the time you got yourself into the position, I think many men would have lost their erection. Mm. Like it's like there's you're in this sort of like a contortion. Yeah, well, not just that, but like it's it's like you you yeah you're like you get yourself hard, you're ready, and then you have to do all this complicated stuff with your body. And without a second person, I think it might be difficult to like to actually do this in a useful way. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The weight of her body may help support pulling your legs back too. So it, it, it yeah. The, I'm not sure just attempting the solo if I if I could say dispositively whether or not this would work. Does this seem like a a porn style that you would masturbate to? I mean, this this woman is is uh, is is compelling. I, is I'm it not the same sure. woman? It's not. Is it the same woman in both? I Maybe it is. It is. <laughs> I didn't even notice that till now. It is. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I recognize that that butt. Um, okay, yeah. Sorry, I need to pause these. Focus, focus on the on the matter at hand. So yeah, I mean, I guess the last <laughs> the last thing to litigate here is is the cum shot. Uh, I don't know how much there is to say here. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, he's coming. She she jumps off, but yeah, she does. She misses the first spurt, but then 
how long do you think this man's penis is? Oh, you're, 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 um, I mean, there's some subtext here that I can sense. Like you're, you're feeling a little inadequate when you look at this. Is that what's <laughs> no. going on? No, I'm curious. This man is, is definitely uh, larger than me. Um, okay. But I think, well, how long do you think this man's penis is? Uh, let me get to a frame where I feel like I have a, so I think around, we're, this I'm, is really going to be this. I have a freeze frame at 5.22 in the second on video. On the second video. Okay. Yeah, I don't know so if you'll be able to get to exactly there, but. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I can. So 5.215. Oh, right. So this is this is a nice in-action shot you've got here, Keith. You've got, I have one, two, three, four blobs of semen sort of in the air raining down. Four. Yep. Right. This is like a, a military exercise or something with, with it's like <laughs> the grenades are in flight and she's kind of half smiling. Her boobs are sort of swinging and she's got her both and she's using both hands, by the way. She is. Um, and there's still like even with both hands, there's. Uh, well, but she's only using. Yeah, you're right. You're saying a, a few fingers are overlapped here, so it's not the full width of, of two hands. But right. I mean, you'd really have to look at the video to, to get the full image here. But in, in her. Yeah, her thumbs say, are not know, overlapped. I'm going to give you ten thousand dollars if you can estimate within a half inch, you know, how long this <laughs> penis is. Like what do you what what what's your guess? I'm going to guess like seven, maybe eight, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, I think big. because I have that half inch buffer, I would say 7.5. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, you can, yeah, he's already a little bit soft because of these, this like first spurt and a half. Her ability though, to take the sort of, um, sort of activated fire hose down her throat is pretty yeah, impressive. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm frozen at 7.05 now. And, you know, as I said, at, at 5.22, she had two hands around it. And at 7.05, I mean, her lips are on the base of his cock. Yeah, that is impressive. And and also, and not just that. So, I mean, she really deserves some credit here because, right. So you're talking less than two seconds. And look at her eyes. Like, they're not teared up. No. She's just looking at him. She's got the correct porn eye pose. And, yeah, it's just it's just... It's a pretty impressive ability. I think that like, um, and yeah, a couple seconds later, she sort of blinks. It's obviously a little uncomfortable, but like, yeah, I mean like, um, like, is it safe to say, Keith, that if you were with a woman who had this ability, that that might make some sort of difference in your, in the longevity or your commitment to the relationship? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a compelling, uh, display here. Yeah. 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 Well, but particularly like the sort of insta uh, deep throat and well, and she's just so eager and yeah, there's yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh for our audience at home, you can watch these videos that are linked to in the show notes. Um so I have a bunch of topics from Reddit here. Um I think one of the more interesting ones was this data science guy who uh well, here's what he says. We, a male-female couple, had lots of fun tracking our sex life through 2020, including positions and orgasms. We posted the data results in r slash data is beautiful, which is the subreddit for nice visualizations of data. It would love your feedback on our sex life, including suggestions for 2021. There's a couple other relevant things here. So he says, we have been happily married for 17 years with a few kids, a few, uh, and we are now in our late 30s. We decided to add variety to our sex life by tracking our sex sessions in Google Sheets. Each time we recorded the time of day, what positions we used, how many times we orgasmed, and what toys we used. Okay. Yeah. So and I, 
again, have you seen this, this like yeah and again this one will be on the show notes we'll we, we always post the reddit links that we follow so people can come look because there is a lot of data here like we can go through some of it but like yeah. this guy this guy recorded just an insane amount of data about his 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 uh yeah his sex life uh, but pretty pretty good sex life given he said he had three kids is that right he said a few which implies more a than few. two yeah, he probably does. didn't want to say, you know, he doesn't want to get doxxed or something. I don't know. Well, you'd only get doxxed if you had like nine or something, like if it was enough that yeah, it that's was true. unusual, but okay. Yeah. I mean, what, what stands out to you, Keith, in the, in the, uh, the graphs and charts this guy <laughs> put together? Yeah. I'm not sure if we should start with the boring stuff and then work up to the good thing or if we should. Okay. I think the thing that's most controversial here is he, one of his charts here is how many times do we orgasm? Per session, and we have her max and his max, and we have her average and his average. Well, I'd and like his, to, I'd like ahead. to start off with with the his numbers. So why don't you say those? Okay, all right. So his max is one, and his average is zero point nine. Right. So that that zero point nine, that that actually jumped out at me when I first saw this. Like that to me is just like straight uh, male virtue signaling. What's your take on that? <laughs> right. You you got you you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean, we only get one decimal place here, so we don't know if it's zero point, you know, nine two or zero point nine four. But we're assuming you're, you went to four because you're assuming at nine five yeah, he would have rounded, he would up, to have one, rounded up to I, one. I'm not certain of that, of course. Uh, right. Because, well, because you think he may be virtue signaling here. Uh, I mean, is it? So this is uh, yeah. So let's let's assume let's let's assume for the sake of argument here that he orgasms nine out of 10 times and he has exactly one orgasm yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty surprised his max isn't two right like one is like that's not i mean he's not certainly not virtue signaling there yeah i mean what do you think your uh what do you think your max is keith or or your average it depends how you define a signal a single session that's a good point. I mean, let's 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 just like use. Okay, no, the, actually, I think that's easy to do because like let's let's assume that. Let, I mean, the definition can be defined by her data. So why don't you why don't you say what her data is, and then that that'll illuminate that side of the the conversation. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. So her max is ten, and her her average. This is. I mean, we know exactly how many times they had sex because we can see he he lists how many times they have sex in each month and. I'm just going to go through this really quick. 889-1212-777-8878. So that's, you know, that's it's going to be like nine times 12 on average, right? So right. You know, they've had sex approximately, you know, 100, 110 times. And her average number of orgasms is 3.8. That. Are you trying to figure out how many orgasms she had per year? And and this is, you know, that's not any, there are no solo ones, although I'm not sure that's so many that like, I'm not sure she'd even have any sort of physical desire or need for any solo ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's having around 400 orgasms or that's the claim here. She had 400 right. orgasms last year in okay. 2020. So that's so people so that had a bad 2020. She had a pretty good one. Yeah, I think that like the pandemic may have played a role in in the increased uh, density here, but so that that gives you an idea, I think, of what of how he's defining a session, right? It's got to be long enough for her to have, on average, four and sometimes ten. Now, there's a, there's a separate point we can debate here in a minute, but let's talk first about the point nine. So, I mean, that means that probably or the one the one in the point nine. So that means that probably uh, a session, you know, is 
I'm thinking an hour or more uh, in some cases. An ordinary session for them is probably, well, I just don't know like how long he doesn't, he doesn't tell us how long these sessions are, but for her to get up to 3.8 each time, like there, yeah, that's sort of an interesting question how long, but, but still like it's long enough that a man could have two. And the question put to you was, okay, let's say that it's an hour is a typical mm-hmm. session or 30 minutes, some, between mm-hmm. 30 minutes and an hour. What do you think your average would have been? Would it have been less than one or more than one for that duration of a session? I think it would be more than one. But it wouldn't be that much. It wouldn't be that much more than one. Okay. And it, it, what I mean, is, what, what, look, if I went through like an entire year of sexual of sexual uh, sessions, there's probably a couple where I don't orgasm, but I almost always do, and it's almost always one. But sometimes it's two, and like in a year, like three probably happens once or twice. Okay, so your average would be considerably higher than point nine. Actually, it would be above one. Well, the thing here, Mike, is that. I feel like most men's average is going to be extremely tightly close to one. I mean, it depends on the age a little bit, but most is going to be close to one. And then you don't need to go very far to get a standard deviation out, right? So like 1.05 might be, 0.05 might be a standard deviation. Right. And I think that um, the, I think that also it's, it's, common i would i would guess that for most men the average is slightly above one it's either one identically or slightly above one mm-hmm. because the times when you don't are going to be eclipsed by the times that you do it twice would that be your take as well that would be my take i i feel like median is is well i don't know maybe not it well the median is for sure one because yes, like every single every single man's median is going to be one Right, right. Look, some people are going to write in and they're going to be like, oh, you know, I'm like this incredible Marquis de Sade and I, you know, always have <laughs> six orgasms. And some, you mean some men are going to say that. Right. And yes. yeah. All right. Yes. Good, good like, for you guys. I just like to go life. until, until there's just smoke coming, <laughs> coming out of the end of the last <laughs> right. one. There's just nothing. It just, it's just, I just like to see my penis contract with nothing coming out. It's so easy cleanup. Right. And I do um, that every time. And, you know, it's all yeah. about her. And it, yeah. Okay. All right. So setting those weirdos aside. Um, sorry, those, those normal people. We don't, we don't, yeah. sex, we don't kink they're, shame here. They're, they're listeners, which, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to turn anyone off. Okay. So yeah. So his average is 0.9. Yeah. So your, your intuition here was that he was virtue signaling that it's not all about him. It's okay. He's okay with not having an orgasm in a sexual. Oh, for sure. I mean, and the thing about that is like, you said that like every, like in the last year, you've had a, some number of, but low number of instances where you didn't, uh, come. But, uh, the reason for that is, was it, was it really to pleasure her or was it just cause you were tired? It's, it was the latter. Yeah. Right. Which of course I always think like, d- does she even want to have sex then? If you're yeah, like, Mike, women don't like it when you don't come. Yeah, why don't you say more color for that? I don't know that that actually is something you've told me about before, and and it was um because I have I think less experience in my life with that than you, uh, that uh, um, not because you're you're impotent or something, but because like. Uh, it's it's an overuse situation no i think i think you just have no i don't think it's that i think you have more surface area of being a a single man you have more surface area of like uh situations that you get into and so this you know just is naturally going to happen more like what what is what is the what is the typical because i I suspect many of our listeners don't know like what is the typical female reaction when you when you're too tired or whatever it's an and i want to be clear here it's not that you can't get it up uh, yeah, sure. That would be a separate conversation. That would be fine too. But we're actually just talking about like, yeah, you're you're just not going to finish because you've already 
nutted a couple times or because you're just physically exhausted. Yeah. I mean, by far the most common thing is, you know, I've orgasmed too recently and it's, it requires more something to get me over that edge. And it, yeah, I'm just not going to get there. And so, uh, you know, I'll politely uh, end the session. But yeah, I think women feel insecure when that happens, right? Like a, a woman's experience because of the numbers we just went through is that the man almost always comes. Um, maybe in their experience, always, literally always. And so, yeah, when it doesn't happen, it it sort of <laughs> can be worldview challenging in a way that like, yeah, it makes sense to me that they get upset about it. I mean, it's not their fault. It's not about them. Uh, it's well, it could be it's their not, fault. It's not you. It could. No, be. I, I, I have, a, I had a lady that I was with, uh, be, uh yeah. long ago. Uh, and, um, she just didn't like the set of things she was doing just wasn't going to do it. And I, I, for whatever reason in this particular encounter, I didn't feel like basically just, <laughs> just like doing it myself. Like I was like, I didn't. And I think we, uh, she was probably on her period or something. So we weren't having. You know, uh, penetrative sex. And so it was like, yeah, I mean, it was just, so it actually, I, I want to say that it was her fault in that case. So it's possible. It is possible. It um, is. Yeah. I don't know. Like if you've been with a man and, you know, he almost always orgasms, like you just shouldn't, don't overweight any single encounter. It's not. Right. It's Although not you could understand it if you, if you were tired, I mean, uh, let's say that you had uh, one of those sort of marathon masturbation sessions earlier in the day. And so it was for her, it was the, it, from her perspective, it was the first time for you that day. I could see how that would be more upsetting uh, than if she knew if she, you know, if you'd already nutted twice with her. That's, yeah, harder, easier to understand, right? Yeah. I mean, this is an annoying thing that comes up sometimes. Like I enjoy masturbating and I am not, I think some people, exclusively or most often masturbate in the evenings, but I am not like that. I am a morning person through and through. And so, uh, yeah, like sometimes, you know, maybe I'll masturbate once or twice in the morning and then, you know, I'll, I'll get a text or a phone call and yeah, what am I supposed to do in that situation? It's like, all right, well, you mean like a booty text or a booty phone call? Yeah. Right. And you're, and you're sort of like, well, I've, I've already unloaded yeah, but I, mean, um, I don't think, you know, like, I don't really want to convey that information. Maybe you should. Maybe you should just I, be like, I, I was just thinking that, like, as we go through this. The problem, hey, I'll just, tell you. Just to let you know. But then that might, but then they might even think that's a little bit pathetic, right? Like, exactly. oh, well, sure. But like, it, yeah, now it's me with my actual vagina. Like, shouldn't you be? <laughs> well, that actually, I was thinking a little differently. I was thinking that, like, it's presumptuous. Like, it's like, if you. Like this is sort of the thing is like, yeah, it's like, hey, uh, so you, you get a text that is almost certainly a booty call. It's like, it, but, but, but if you reply and say, hey, just so you know, I, I just rubbed one out, <laughs> I just rubbed one out five minutes ago. So this may not be as fun of a <laughs> date as you're envisioning. 45 response, minutes ago before that. Yeah. Well, the, well, if you say that, okay, fine. But the, the response that I'm envisioning is something like, um, well, I just wanted to hang out like what, uh, like, yeah, uh, some sort of thing where she basically denies that it's a booty call. Right. Yeah. I mean, these are all, you know, tricky waters to navigate. Hang on. But when you're, when this happens to you, like you, you sound a little hesitant, like that to me is sort of an obvious response. Is your, 
text life with uh, the ladies you date. Um, serially, always, never parallel. Uh, is your is your text life with them such that like they actually wouldn't say that, and they there is a clear understanding between you when that something's that sex is definitely going to happen? Is that typical, no, or is it, or is it just no? It varies. Okay. Some, sometimes uh, people. Yeah, sometimes it's obvious that people are interested in using me for my body, and other times they enjoy the fine conversation. Um, well, no, and, but, I, I, and, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but regardless of their actual intent, their behavior around that intent also varies. So there's there's sort of like two a second order thing there, and with some people, I know like I know what they want. It's explicit. Or at least, imp- in, yeah, implicit enough that we're both on the same page. And I could say something like, "Hey, I, you know, I'd love to love to hang out," but uh, I, I guess I could say, uh, yeah, "There's just no in the interest no. Of, of full disclosure." Uh, There's no bullets in the chamber. You know, the or- other thing. The other thing is, I wonder if that would be believable. Eh, it depends on the person. Like, you know, you think they would think that that meant that you were uh, having sex with some other woman, or that right. like you just didn't want to see them. Right, right. <clears throat> I feel like you could. Could you call that Russian roulette? There's no bullets in the chamber. You're like, look, I might be able to get a nut. <laughs> yeah, 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 I might be able to get a nut out here, but I'm not sure. So you're playing depends roulette. what you wear. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what you can do. Yeah. Um, should we should we talk about some of the other data on this? On this yeah. I, well, yeah. The only other thing I wanted to mention was I wanted to I wanted to remind you of the the comment that that uh, our guest a few episodes ago, Ali made uh, about the and she was still you know she's still talking about it. I don't know how how much earlier in her life this had happened, but of the guy who she blew, and the guy clearly did not orgasm but claimed he did. Oh right. Uh, and so it's it just just to your point about women being disappointed, like here's, you know, like it's it's like I, I suppose it was the deception or the the <laughs> the really poorly carried out deception that bothered her. Fair point. But I mean I mean it's know. one thing it's one thing to not be able to to come. It's another to claim you did, and it's still another to claim you did when she's blowing you. Right? Yeah, like, with no condom, yeah. Yeah, like if you're if you're penetrating her vaginally, you might be able to fake an orgasm. I mean, she's probably going to find out when she goes to pee, but there's at least a little bit of obfuscation there. But when you're in her mouth, I mean, yeah, what? yeah. Anyway, it just shows you that the uh, the the sort of orgasm demand goes both ways, uh, you know. And and God knows that I uh, I know uh, men on the sex subreddit in porn in real life have some sort of obsession with making a woman come obviously and that's that could be uh um, make a woman nervous anxiety producing uh but yeah i mean it goes the other direction too and, and your point is well taken that they you know they they might be disappointed or actually get upset if they if if you fail to perform in that way yeah. oddly because you know at the same time they might complain about oh the taste or the odor or whatever mm-hmm. um he all he ever wants is to is it's a nut all he ever wants is orgasms and then if you don't it's also a complaint so anyway yeah let's look at some other data here okay so her max is 10 and her average is 3.8. Now I wish we could know, I, I don't want to just know her minimum. I'm, I'm guessing we know that his minimum must be zero because his max is one. and his average Her minimum, well, her minimum must be zero. I mean, that like, come on. Seems highly probable, but I would I mean, like to you, know, yeah. I would like to know her 10th percentile. Is it, is it one? Is it 
two? Is it three? Like, this yeah, is because you you want to know if she ever has a session with just one orgasm. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see a chart with the exact number and how many times each. Yeah, I mean, this just comes. We down. don't have that data, so this this is that same discussion that we we have again and again with uh, like we did uh, on our last episode uh, with the two claims you brought forward strong claims of women having uh, lots of orgasms or well lots being not 10 I don't think I'm not sure anybody was arguing 10 but say six or really it was three or four uh, because it was split across two days for one of the young ladies but uh, here you know the, the 10 stands out to me in a session and it's one of those things where it's like look we're now in the in the range where like women we've talked to about this say that like when you get to number 10 it's probably not going to feel that good uh you've kind of run out of whatever the it is that makes it feel good and so yeah it makes me a little bit skeptical when uh, and when i say i'm skeptical the skepticism i have is that like i wonder whether <laughs> the woman in question has a clear picture of what an orgasm is and um how how they're being counted and whether she you know has we have some view that there's two different kinds of orgasm, one being a thing I would call an orgasm, the other one I would call just not an orgasm. <laughs> and so then it's like, oh, I have 10 of the, the, the second type of orgasm, which is not an orgasm. Uh, you know, and, and I say this partly in form, and I, I say this, I've said this repeatedly on the podcast. Like I say this because as a man, like there is a thing that happens to men as well that is sort of a peak of pleasure that happens during the plateau or edging. Like this is, men have the same experience where like feels like something's twitching, like maybe even some fluid might come out at that point, like some extra fluid or something, but it's clearly not an orgasm. And like, I just think that that experience, something analogous to that, women sometimes, you know, add a notch to their bedpost or whatever. They're, they, they count whatever, as an orgasm. Whatever the, the iPad this guy has hanging over his bed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pressing the plus one button. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. I wonder if they ever lost count. Like, yeah. Like once you start getting into needing two hands, you can imagine losing count. I mean, um, th this guy's got a lot of virtues. Like, so, so he's got a graph here. 10, 10 is the max. 3.8 is the average for the, his, his wife. Just to the left of that graph is a thing that he, where he proudly indicates that only 3% of the time do they use toys. It's actually the more I look at this, the more I feel like this is just a guy. Like it's probably just some some single guy who lives in his parents' basement. I mean, <laughs> he does claim they use toys a scant three percent of the time. So, considering they had sex what around one hundred times, this strongly implies that yeah, they they use toys like two or three or four times, right. Um, he's, he's got his, the, their preferred positions here. There's a position I've never heard of, which is hard. Uh, it's hard to come up with. I mean, actually, I think it's notable that the most common position, both as the primary and the secondary is cowgirl. Now cowgirl, I think is when you're, she's, it's just what I would call like the woman on top, right? Yes. It's so you're looking at her face, not in her breasts, not her ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. It's interesting to me that that's their main position most of the time. That's and then second is missionary. I would have yeah, I would of, expect missionary to be one, but and doggy is like almost never happening, which is interesting. Whoa. I mean, so there's some wait, you yeah, that? doggy like, happened twice the whole year. That's right. So there's some interesting reason. Okay, for let that. me read. Let me okay. I'm going to read all these positions. I can do it quickly. Cowgirl, missionary. This is in order. Cowgirl, missionary. Oral on him. Oral on her. Fingering, reverse cowgirl, 
69. They did 69 eight times and doggy twice. Uh, sunny side up. And 60, wait, and 69 was six of the times it was their main position. Yeah. Which. Well, we don't really know what. So, yeah, this this chart has as main position and as secondary position. I don't know if secondary means it comes second on the playlist or if that means that subsequent orgasms were achieved as secondary. It's, it's, it's not clear. And also, you don't know if there was one per session, if there was one secondary position or potentially, you know, if he's omitting the tertiary positions or if he's just putting them into secondary. I think, right. I think, I think there's only one secondary. And the reason I think that is I think if you added up these numbers, actually, no, maybe I'm wrong about that because there's more. No, no. I think if you added up the numbers, there would be it's zero two. or one secondary per primary. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Our listeners. So are... sunny side, sunny side up, which we don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I've but... never heard of this. Face it, doggy, scissors, and human vibrator. So I don't know what sunny side up or human vibrator are. Well, human vibrator, I'm taking to be just like some sort of humor because it's only one time as a secondary, and he's just sort of having. Does he fun. go down there and like hum or something? Is like probably, mm-hmm. probably, yeah. Okay. Um. But okay. the yeah, sunny side sunny up. Side I just up? know what that is. Sunny side up sex position. Doing some quick Googling. All right. Um, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was notable that it was, that it's, uh, that his top two are cowgirl and missionary, that the bottom one is doggy or doggies basically never happens. Um, which also, now it's not virtue signaling because there are women that claim that that's, that doggy really works for them. Um, so that's sort of believable. Um, yeah. anyway, did you find anything there? Yeah, I did. It's the same as reverse cowgirl. So she is sitting on his dick, uh, facing away from him, but she's laying back on him. So they're both, she's sort of laying on top of him. So the difference between this and reverse cowgirl is she is horizontal instead of, her torso is horizontal instead of vertical. She's lying back, not forward. Correct. Okay. So that's just, um, this is some sort of novelty position uh, akin. I, I noticed that the Amazon position is not there. Maybe next year. So. <laughs> so get to that position. Yeah. Um, they, no, they do actually, they have another chart where they say that they, they do use three, four and five positions in some encounters. Um, oh yeah. Although, look at that. How many positions do we use each time? One is 43, two is 38, three is 15. See, I, this just doesn't, okay, two this, this doesn't comport. Hang on. This doesn't like, okay. All right. All right. So look, so, she, so, so she's, she's orgasming 10 times maximum, 3.8 times average and 43 yes. out of their, I think we said it was something on the order of a hundred. Actually, this doesn't add up because it was supposed to be more. No, no, it's, it's orgasms versus sessions. Okay. So it's 43 out of something like a hundred sessions. There was only yes. one position. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like. And 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 him giving her oral was somewhat uncommon. Only seventeen sessions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he he of course is makes takes care to point out that five of the times it was the primary position, so that's potentially the source of the. Well, uh, I mean, but this is interesting. I mean, th- yeah, this means sh- he went down on her seventeen times all year. That's it. Yeah, and and yet, and, and forty three of them are just one position. And, oh, and, and also I wanted to mention that fingering, which I assume is fingering on her vagina, it's not some anal event, uh, is only 12 times. So so that means that only 29 times the in the entire year did he oral on, do oral on her and finger her. So, so what's going on? I think we can say, we can distill out these people's sex life to say that like, 
Um, 43 out of the 100 times, they had only one position. That position was probably typically cowgirl or missionary. Mm-hmm. Um, although, and you she, know, I'm sure there were some others. And she worked as four times. Exactly. Now, look, I mean, what do you want me to say here? What do you want me to say here? Like, like I mean, women, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, women very commonly, I mean, men have a preferred position too, but women, in my opinion, very commonly have a preferred thing. I don't know. Why do you react to that, Keith? Like, what, what do you think about my statement that women very commonly have a particular position or thing that is the orgasmic thing for them. And, and I, I think, think very, very commonly it's oral. Yeah. It can, it can be stronger than that, right? Like many women can't orgasm in more than one way, right? Like it'll be, yeah. I can only orgasm when he goes down on me or I can only orgasm when we have sex in this like specific way. And so you've, your life experience comports with that statement, right? Like that's, I'm not, I don't sound like yes. a crazy and person. These, when graphs, I say these graphs imply that she can have three plus orgasms in, in virtually any position, basically any position. Yes. Right. Right. So I just, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's not, that doesn't strike me as very likely. And, and I mean, by the way, like it makes perfect sense, but it no, seems... it, anything's possible. Yeah, sure. But I mean, they, they, it makes perfect sense to me, by the way, that women have a particular position that works for them. And it has to do with the fact that like, I think that men do too. It's just that usually, okay. In everything except I don't want to say everything, but the, the the one position that's where it's typically not the case that the man is in control is when he's receiving a blow. And so they're actually like, in my experience in my life, that's the one where I've had the most complicated situation of orgasming. And I think that's why is because when you're not in control, you know, all of a sudden it, it, you rely way more on what your partner's doing to sort of get you there. Um, and that's one of the reasons why, like, in my view, one of the reasons why like 90 so, I don't know, 90% plus of porn that shows a blowjob, the guy beats off at the end to, to get the orgasm. And that's why it's because it's not, it's, yeah, it's, it's co- a little bit complicated. And you see a lot of stuff on the sex subreddit from guys who say that they can't quote unquote, can't orgasm from a blowjob. It's just sort of complicated. Well, if you're a woman, then you're in that situation very often where you're not controlling the action. So it's a little more complicated if you have an orgasm, not, not that you can't physically or something. It's just that the guy doesn't always do the right thing or very often doesn't. And so this notion that this guy is just in every position is perfectly doing it. I I, I just got to call BS on that. That just doesn't seem Maybe after their, what did he say? They were married for some teen number of years. Maybe he, I don't know. Psychologically Uh, speaking, it doesn't surprise me that a woman who is willing to have an iPad next to their bed so they can, um, thumbs up the activities they did is also a woman who is willing to uh humor her husband in bed a little bit regarding orgasms okay. all right so so mike the world's number one female orgasm skeptic <laughs> <laughs> comes through again here i i yeah i mean i'm not as i, I would describe you as fairly certain that there is some uh fishy fishy numbers here these graphs uh, are full of chicanery <laughs> i sent some I think I think that is probably the case, but I am not. I am not. I'm not certain. Let's let's but move importantly, on. Importantly, I want to say right before we move on, I want to say that I think it's possible that the guy doesn't know that there's chicanery involved here. Like he, that's so he may think it's all in the up and up. If he listens to this, he might say, "Hey, uh, what are you guys doing here?" But yeah, he might be outraged. I think I think his wife knows what's up. I, it would be fun to have a conversation with his wife. Maybe she would say, no, look, you're totally Well, you'd have to get her on trick syndrome too. Also, I mean, yeah, there's also the complicating factor that she might not completely what, understand. No, oh, I, oh the, what an orgasm is. Yeah, and also she might not completely know that he's uploading their sex life to Reddit. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I do like that he says we have a few kids, like that obfuscates who they are or something. Um, okay. All right. This I wanted to talk about because I'm not exactly sure how this would work. But okay. So this one says, anyone else enjoy adding fingers to vaginal penetration during intercourse? So I, male, have always been a fan of size play. And this is something I've enjoyed for quite some time. Now I've done some research and experimentation to confirm that some women do enjoy the feeling of being full. So in a missionary position, I found it deeply enjoyable as well as my partner, F, female, when I slide my right arm under the small of her back in the same way you would for a little butthole play and insert my middle finger and right finger and right ring finger, right? Because this is his right arm. Well, I thrust inside of her and occasionally I will work in four fingers simultaneously <laughs> thrust into her with my penis and imitate counter thrusting with my hand. I found it to be deeply enjoyable and she has as well. I just want to know if other have any feedback <laughs> to contribute to this as I spent the, I spent my, sorry, this person's grammar is so brutal. I'm, I'm trying to contribute to this as I spent my, the early years of my sexual inactivity unaware of the joys of this technique brings okay what i think this is a troll i think this is a troll look the this reminds me of of of, i don't know if i saw a porn or a person talking about this i I think it was i think i saw this in porn it would have been a while ago where a guy is penetrating his partner vaginally and then he puts his hand in her he like I guess he puts his hand up her butt and he, that way he can sort of <laughs> grab his penis through the wall between her anus. What? I think like I've it, seen, I'm, yeah, this is one of these novelty porn things. Like I, I, I've also seen a porn. I actually, I took a note here to try to find that. Uh, well, I can't surprise you with it if I tell you about it, but um, maybe it'll be like a, a birthday present or something, but uh, where a guy is penetrating his uh, female partner vaginally and then he puts his, he puts his balls in her anus at the same time. <laughs> These are just some right. I don't. I don't know if my scrotum is. Um, this man's was. I, I saw capable it. of doing that. Okay. Yeah, all right. So you know. Yeah, you've seen it. It done. happened. Yes, okay. I've seen it done. And so, and so, yeah, so this wasn't done with like computer graphics or you know. I, oh yeah. In fact, I think this the second one I'm talking about was from quite a while ago. So I, I'm okay. even more certain. But the but um <laughs> yeah I mean like so big. so like my the first thing I'm thinking about with this person on reddit is um look i think that taking the woman's side here i think the first question would be definitely which way were the fingernails pointing i don't know if that would occur to you but like it and so i know it being the guy he's going to point them you got to point them one direction or the other and one direction they're going to scratch him and one direction they're going to scratch her so i know he's going to point them toward her yeah yeah (laughs) and like that's that's a meaningful problem even if they're well trimmed like there's it's going to be so tight that when you go to put them in you're definitely going to catch your fingernail on her tissue there and it's going to cut her right i don't understand like uh maybe i'm uh girthier than this person but i think like even getting one finger in would is sort of i i I guess i can imagine imagine it i've never tried uh but yeah, so to be clear what this guy is doing so he's i think i have tried i think i have tried that and it yeah it's it doesn't it's (laughs) It's like, why am I doing this? Like, anyway, well, go it's on. It's hard to even get your wrist at like the right angle to do that while penetrating. Well, like, normally you would do it on the top, not on the bottom. I mean, so that's right. 
I mean, you could, sorry, normally, quote unquote, like I'm just saying, like if I was, I don't mean that I, I do not do this normally, but I'm saying like if, if I were, uh, if I was like, hey, I want to, I want to have a little circus act right now and do some mm-hmm. wacky stuff, I would definitely do it where I could see my fingers, mm-hmm. right? I'm assuming in missionary or like a face to face position. Yep. Uh, and I also think that there would be a little bit more room on the top. I'm not sure why I think that, but I just I think, would like, think it would be the opposite because. Yeah, you sort of want that pressure at the top, right? Because that's where the clit is. Oh, I wasn't. Th- no, I was just thinking about if I just physically wanted to get my finger in, like not, uh, not nothing. Like th- none of this is pleasurable. This is just purely like, can I do this to a yeah. body? And I feel I was like, thinking, like the wrist contortions to do it on top are easier. When also, like, I feel like, and, and I'd actually be interested in your take on this, but like when you initially, you know, when you initially penetrate a woman, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like perfectly everything is perfectly lubricated and there's no, it just goes right in. But, you know, somewhat frequently, like there's some spot that isn't, right? And I feel like the spot that isn't is typically toward the anus. Is that right? Hmm. Or is it, Uh, I feel like it's not typically on the top. And that makes me think that there's a little more like, you know, it's more of an oval and like the top has a little space, whereas the bottom, you're sorry. But what, what is, what's your thought on that? I mean, look, I'm not, look, I'm not a doctor, but I think most of the There's glands, no doctor that's ever analyzed this, Keith. Okay. I th- okay, well, let me tell you why I said that. So I think most of the glands that secrete lubrica- lubrication are closer to the top. So that supports your theory that there's more wetness at the top. But because of gravity, it sort of slides down and- but practically Often. speaking, I mean, where 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 do you notice it catching? You, uh, yeah, I actually have like I can, I can actually think back in my memory and be like, oh yeah, I think it typically catches kind of on the lower left or lower right region, and then you have to you have to kind of like, I mean, what you what I typically do is you sort of pull out some, which tends to like pull some lubrication out, and then you try it right, it, and of course, and the, the the main thing not to do is force it in because that actually will cause a problem, and yeah, well, it hurts. That, I'm sure um, it doesn't hurt. I know it could even hurt me, actually. Yeah. To be fair, but yeah. No, you 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 go in a little bit, and then you pull out, then you go in a little bit more, and then you okay. So when you're doing that, where does more. it catch? Like, what's the thing that makes you? Where is the region, or is it just random? But where is the region on your penis where you're like, oh, I need to pull out now? It's I guess it's the underside. In. I don't have a strong enough. I don't. Maybe I'm less sensitive to this or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know for really? sure. You haven't I thought about it. Maybe. Yeah, You're like look, uh, look, I'm I'm always so hepped up on methamphetamine by that point. <laughs> That's right. I just don't pay attention. Right. Um, <laughs> no, like I just I don't have a good. I guess it's the underside. Anyway, yeah. look, well, it doesn't matter. Get... The point is the but look, at some point there's enough lubrication to attempt this. Uh, and uh, I think I want to be clear though. Oh, forefinger never. But like, I think when I've tried that with one finger, I I'm almost positive that I made it so the pad of my finger was pointing toward her body, and the fingernail was pointing toward my penis. There's no way I would go the other direction. Well, because it's just obviously going to end. And then, and but the real thing is, you try it, and you could try this, Keith. Like, um, I guess if you're wearing a condom, there'd be an issue because the fingernail would be pointing toward the condom, so that's like a little risky, right? But yeah, you don't want to lance it. It's not clear where you would put the fingernail then. But the main thing is like it just – it does – in my experience, it contributes nothing and it's – it's you can't – it's too tight for there to be any operating room to move the finger around. And I don't think that I'm that girthy. I just think like it's 
yeah, I mean, there just isn't that much room. I mean, it's, you know, you've already got something that's like three or four fingers. I I think, I think vaginas and penises are generally designed to be around the right size for each other to maximize pleasure with normal penetration. It's intelligent design, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, God. And (laughs) so, but like with four... I, yeah, what did he call it? Fullness play, full full play. Yeah, but you see, like that to me, that's not that makes more sense to me if you're doing something like fisting, which I've also done uh, long ago, and um, the fullness there is inside, right? I mean, because you sort of slip the fist in, and then you can clench it, and you get. But the point being that, like the throat of the vagina, you're not going to get your well. It would be painful if you put your entire fist through there while clenched, if that makes sense. Like you, you have to shrink it to get it through and then you would uh, make a fist. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. The notion of a penis and four fingers going through the the entrance of the vagina sounds just horrible to me. Like it's hard for me to understand how that is pleasurable for anyone. So that's why I think it's a troll. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess he could be lying. What is he, is he looking for, maybe it's something he wants to try? Well, I mean, uh, I, as we, as you know, Keith, I recently posted a troll post to the sex subreddit just to see what would happen. Um, you didn't get past the the jury though. It got taken down. That's true. That's true. Uh, the post, just so our listeners know, the post in question was, I was trying to see what people would say about, uh, people doing the, is there any other way to say this than titty fucking? Do you have any other term for that position? Uh, TF. no, no, that is, that is the commonly so, right. accepted. Well, I, decided that, I decided that the notion of that position, uh, but with reversed, ordinarily the man is facing the woman. This was the man facing away. I thought that was amusing and I wanted to post something and see if I got reaction. So I am in that case, I was being a troll. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got taken down because what I wrote while somewhat plausible, I guess, was not sufficiently plausible. So, so I guess, yeah, maybe this went through did the they, filter. Did, they, did you get guidance about why it was taken down? No, uh, I did get some upvotes. Uh, I, think, I think the thing that I put in the post that, uh, that made it uh, too obvious was when I claimed that it was, I said it was a friend that does it. And then I said that his, his girlfriend likes it because she, quote, enjoys the view. <laughs> And I don't think that anybody thinks it's plausible that a woman would enjoy the view of a man's anus and scrotum. Um, right. Sadly, as he, as he fucks her tits. Right. Yeah. You know. Backward. And so, so the, the, uh, the, the, uh, act that women, uh, derive frequently or essentially universally on the sex server that say they derive no pleasure from. So it's just, it's just, right. it's the, it's like the worst possible sex act that doesn't involve like actual pain or something for the woman. So anyway, so I think it's, yeah, it's, I, people, the point being that I've done a troll on Reddit, people do do trolls. So maybe that's what it is. Well, that's disappointing. I kind of liked the idea of this guy trying to. He could just also have a very narrow penis. He could, but I still think the like. A very like narrow finger is the right word. Yeah, I, I still think the mechanics of this are are difficult to to pull off. I kind of, I think I could do it. I mean, if you if you put her legs sort of against her chest, so so the important thing is in this case you have to have your fingers near on the, in the direction of her anus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I yeah, no, I know. I can see how you do it. You would have to. You'd be fighting with your balls a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like they're on, yeah, they're you'd have to get them the in between region. your your cock shaft and your balls, right? And like, and to some extent, like I don't think there's any chance that she would be enjoying that. And I would start to saying, well, why wouldn't you just insert fingers in her anus and push up? Because it's the same. Like it's the yeah. same geography there. These are these are the questions that we demand answers to. And he's like, look, I'm only doing. I I, I just want to stretch her out, man. It's it's you know, it could be a fetish. It's possible. Yeah. All right, we have time for one more short topic. Uh, this is. I just wanted to bring this up because we've talked we've talked about things similar to this before, but this is fingers to orgasm while sleeping. So this person says, I had an ex who occasionally fingered me till I came while I was sleeping. I get really, really wet. I remember being deeply asleep. I remember being deeply asleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she, she uh, remembers waking okay. up from the deep. She goes on. Yeah, sorry. And waking to his fingers working really fast. And as quick as I realized what was going on, it came all over his fingers. Love the thought of it. But can't find someone who doesn't think it's weird. So, okay, look. So there's all kinds of issues around consent here. I don't want to get into that. They're yeah, sort of yeah. they're sort of interesting. Let's but, assume let's assume they're boyfriend and girlfriend or wife, husband, yeah, so husband and wife, and yeah. they've discussed this before. Consent is fully given. Sure. I still don't understand these people who like sleep through material sexual arousal. I don't. I, I'm fighting for my words there. I don't know. Like if somebody grabbed my dick i feel like if somebody like even like got near it like if there was like a little puff of wind i feel like i would wake up well it's it's not an area of my body that i think i could sleep through stimulation to i think that you could well the thing this is reminding me of is like i'm sure you've had the experience of something happening in the real world and then being integrated into a dream you're having like that's that's a normal experience right yeah yes so um, the cat jumps on the bed or um, there's an earthquake or your alarm clock's going off or something. And and yeah, like, you're, oh, you know, someone keeps ringing at the door in my dream or something, you know, and that, that's really your alarm clock or something. So, so I think that like your brain can do an okay job at like sort of integrating. I mean, obviously the right thing for your brain to do is to wake you up because like if somebody's grabbing your cock while you're asleep, it's probably a danger signal. I mean, most animals mm-hmm. you'd think would want to fight back or something because it's not a good thing necessarily something's grabbing you and uh, just biologically speaking um, yeah. probably not to be killed but uh so yeah so it's but but it is it does happen the like things that are happening in the real world and and, and the thing i would say is like the the density of people posting about stuff happening while they're asleep is pretty high on the sex subreddit that being said they could be sort of lying right you know so you'll have people say oh i, I like my boyfriend likes, to, or oh, you know, there was the one with the boyfriend who would start having sex with his girlfriend while he was quote unquote asleep, right? So it was some sort of sleep humping, sleepwalking, humping activity. Yeah. Um, so there's like these claims. Now they could all be lying, um, but it's, it's, I think it's plausible that like somebody could start interacting with you. Uh, now the part that I find a little harder to take is the waking up and instantly orgasming. That doesn't strike me. Right. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, it implies that most of the arousal thing had happened in her sleep, which implies that she slept through. I mean, look, maybe she just like really, 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 really quickly gets that aroused. But assuming that there's a runway there, I just can't imagine sleeping through it. I want a partner that I'm comfortable enough with to ask to try these kinds of things to me. Wait, wait, you want them to ask you to do it or you want to ask them to do it? Oh, either way. I was thinking I want them to try with me. Like, 
try stroking my penis while I'm sleeping. I don't. And why does that require a high comfort level with a partner? Why can't you just take a low comfort level partner? I guess it doesn't. I guess it doesn't. You should. You should. Yeah, you should make a list of. Of yeah, wacky the, 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 the four fingers in the vagina. The uh, no, that one's a little. You could you could have them. You could like sleeping. Like yeah. the statistics guy, you could like hang them over the bed and on an iPad and say, "Look, honey, uh, or look at or, this menu of things we can try." Right, like you just pick one, and then uh, I'll, I'll go to sleep and <laughs> just do one. Um, by the way, uh, this reminds me of um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, where where a, like a teenage boy hasn't ejaculates in his sleep. There's a word for that. Wet dream, a wet, a wet dream. So I've never had a wet dream. I never had really? one. I'm, yeah, I ascribe that to early access to porn and um, vigor, no, vigorous adolescent masturbation. I had wet dreams a lot more when I was young. Now I have them. Gosh, I bet it's been two years since my last one, but they still happen occasionally. Okay, uh, so what? What is so? Since I've never had one, I don't, and I haven't. So I mean, like, do you wake up while ejaculating? Sometimes you wake up right before ejaculating, but oftentimes, yeah, I sleep. I sleep through it and wake up and fucking come in my pants. Really? Yeah. So, and you're sh- okay. So hang on. And there's a, there's a sufficient quantity that you're positive that it's not just yes. like some sort of yes. lubrication. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not pre cum. It's okay. Uh, and and you're saying that like you might wake up literally the next morning. So it's kind of cold and clammy. Like it's not, it's clearly not recent. Yes. I look, I haven't had a lot of experiences with this lately, but usually I could remember the dream. Uh, and usually they're pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. But you do wake up sometimes. I would say 90% of the time I would wake up and I would wake up and I would be super bummed that I woke up. So wait, wait, but do you wake up? Because I'd be like right on the edge of orgasm, but like suddenly it's like, oh, uh, what was wait, the, wait, 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 what was that? Pamela Anderson isn't actually here. <laughs> but wait a minute. When you wake up, this is what I'm trying to understand. You wake up and the erection goes away or you beat uh, off or what happened? Like, do you wake up and ejaculate? Well, you're like, like confronted with this, with this choice where it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> I have a full erection. Uh, I have a unfulfilled you know, memory of this dream. And yeah, you can jerk off then if you want, or you can and you'd have to, for you, that would mean you'd have to get out of bed, put the um, paper towels down in a line on your desk, get the lubricant out. It would be this whole process, right? Yeah. Obviously the, the scented candles, the incense, <laughs> right. You'd have to yeah. call a friend. No, you can just use your hand. And... Okay. But the ordinary, if you did not, okay, so I mean, so why couldn't this just be like that? Like basically she, he stimulated her in such a way that like it created something like that experience for you. It could be. I just think that, look, there's a little bit of a, there's a big difference between self arousing myself in my sleep and being aroused by physical contact while I'm sleeping. I think there's a gap there. But okay. They're not totally unrelated. Like I can, you know, I can intellectually imagine it. I just, I suspect I would wake up. Yeah. But if you're, I mean, okay. I mean, it's just like, to me, like, the, I think the reason why I'm incredulous about this is because of not having, for some reason, I just don't like have that intense of a dream life. I've had dreams where I, there's some sexual thing going on, but nothing like certainly, yeah, no, uh, nocturnal That's emissions. A That's a bummer. Like I, I don't really? have lucid dreams, but the coolest dreams I've had are, are sex dreams. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I've, I've had anyway. Yeah, I've had I've had dreams that involve sex, but no, like certainly nothing where I think I'm about to ejaculate and then wake up. No, no, like I'm require more <laughs> more stimulation than that. I would just wake up and be like, oh, like that was a sex dream, and and no, never a, a wet dream. Um, okay, but yeah, I mean, like to, to the extent that you've have that experience, that would that would what that's doing is just shifting your incredulousness over to the physical pleasuring, which I think is also hard to believe, but, um, yeah, like it takes out one of the, one of the obstacles that I see anyway, this sort of like, could this happen generally? Yeah. I agree that that line of thinking is compelling while trying to construct a case to <laughs> suggest this, this could happen, but I want to do my own research. I want to, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna aspire. Yeah, you to should you. have a, you should get a, a, a willing or unwilling, well, I guess a willing partner, maybe. Willing. Yep. It would be uh, hard I, to get an unwilling partner to do uh, I was, Yeah, I was thinking more like a comfort, one that you have higher or level, lower level of comfort with, but I mean, I, I'm not sure they would care, to be honest, to, to, to do this and see what happens. So. Yeah. All right. That's enough. Uh, so that's a wrap on episode 25 of Your Mileage May Vary. We hope you were entertained. As a reminder, we pay $15 for any feedback we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com or at ymmvpod on Twitter. We'll, yeah. Yeah, 15 bucks if you leave any feedback. Negative feedback is particularly helpful and probably more fun to write, so let us have it. As always, we appreciate the listens and support, and we're eager to have you back for our next episode. Until then.